Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. In an era of online retail where everything is just a few clicks away, buying a car should be no different. That's why at Carvana, you can buy a car 100% online. We made it easy to browse, view, and buy from over 10,000 cars. You can even trade in your old car, all while binge-watching your favorite TV show. Afterwards, we'll deliver your car to you. Or you can pick it up from one of our car vending machines. Either way, your car comes with a seven-day return policy. So grab a seat, relax in your comfy pants, and enjoy the new way to buy a car at Carvana. Stay little chico, Pitbull, Mr. 305, but I said Mr. Worldwide, and you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you can get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Welcome to another edition of Wrestling Sheet Radio. I'm your host, ProWrestlingSheet.com, Editor-in-Chief Ryan Sadden, here with my co-host Jamie Iovine. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Jamie. How's it going? It's good. <laughs> I like the Baby Yoda shirt. Thank you. Unfortunately, can't get, it's going to get flagged by Disney. It's not an official shirt. <laughs> Is it eating in the... It's, in eat, the... it's eating those... Fro- it's a, it's a, That's I, thought, I was at a swap meet uh, over the weekend, and I found this artist who makes... I wish I could shout him out because he's dope, but I don't remember his uh, name. <laughs> But he makes like um, Japanese samurai interpretations of famous pop culture figures. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so like you can see on the back, he's like, 
Oh, that's so cool. I love that. Yeah, so he – and um, this is Disney's fault for not having anything ready for Baby Yoda. Fa- I, it, it's definitely their fault. When I went to a swap meet as well, I saw they made those cool – uh, some guy was making cool little mini baby Yoda. Yeah, you showed me those. The they were so yeah. cool. The Legos, they were so cool. Let's get into wrestling yes. talk, though. There's a lot to talk about. Uh, first off, uh, we, you know, I reported this this week on WWE Backstage Tuesday night on Fox Sports that Killer Cross and Timothy Thatcher have signed with WWE. WWE confirmed the news to me on WWE Backstage. Now, uh, the Timothy Thatcher news did drop earlier in the day. Uh, shout out to Casey Michael from Squared Circle Sirens. He first... Dropped the news via social media. Uh, one of my favorite reporters out there, uh, Squared Circle Sirens, is a go-to site if you want to know more about women's wrestling. Uh, so it's shout a great out. name. It's a great name. It's a great site. He, Casey Michaels is probably, in my opinion, the best wrestling reporter out there. He kills it. And uh, so he dropped the news on Timothy Thatcher uh, earlier in the day. But uh, and, and it had been rumored that Killer Cross was headed to WWE prior. But now we know officially Killer Cross signed with WWE. Timothy Thatcher signed with WWE. Um Let's start first with uh, Killer Cross. Now, Killer Cross, obviously, you know, we'd reported on this for a while now that, you know, when he was on this impressive run at Impact, um, kind of came to a disagreement with them over things, uh, asked for his release, and then kind of sat on the sidelines for a long time, finally got his release uh, months later, uh, and, and then, you know, became kind of like, you know, pro- probably the, arguably the, the hottest free agent in wrestling certainly at the moment. Certainly for the time. Um, yeah, certainly right now. And um, now... Signed to WWE now. Uh, his uh, girlfriend is there as well, Scarlett Bordeaux, who was also part of Impact. It's a, and and they did have like a thing, uh, I believe, in AAA where they were they came out together. It's not like they've never been paired together before. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, people are assuming that they're going to be paired together in NXT. And honestly, I really feel like he is going to bring a lot to the table here. I think that um, one of the things that a AEW that NXT has sort of been missing, in my opinion, as of late, is is, is a little bit of, like, something new and something something different. And I feel like a lot of well, the... Well, we've, we've talked about this before. It's been the same four people fighting for the championship. The over, North American one. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's over and over and over again. And even for the NXT title. True. Even for the NXT title. Yep. Less people, even. Yeah, less people there, yeah. Yeah. And Killer Cross, as we mentioned before, is just another addition to the... WWE's tapped out of the, the okay. We've proved we can hi, we can hire small people. All right, <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. Are you guys happy now? Can we go back to hiring big scary people? Like, please. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. And that's what it is. And Killer Cross is what I look. It's funny because when the one time the one type that Sean Dash Two Cents uh, compared us because we had similar looks at one point in, in life. Killer Cross is what I aspire to like in terms of look and presence. He's what I wish to be like, like that kind of wrestler. Totally. When I look, when I look at my future career in in the ring, yeah, and 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 it speaks to him. Uh, it speak, even though it was a horrible time for both of them, for both Scarlet and Cross or Killer or Crossfire, whatever. What, what do we call him? You say Killer Cross, Cross, uh, whatever. Chris. Kevin, Kevin. <laughs> um, Kevin sounds less intimidating. Yes, though. but um, for Mister Cross. Krosef. <laughs> um, he uh, it speaks to him. It speaks to us, even though it was a horrible time. It speaks to his talent because if they didn't give a shit about him, they wouldn't have put up such a stink about it. And they 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 knew they had something. TNA knew they had something, and unfortunately, it led to them not even even though they had him, they couldn't do anything with him because he's just like I don't, I'm not going to show up. Yep. You know, and 
And I, you know, it's uh, even though it was a really rough patch they had to go through, I think it, they're going to come out of it, like you know, hungrier. There's nothing that I mean, literally, physically and mentally, because you know they had no jobs for a period of time. Yeah, and that sucks. And you and the the I, I've said this before on the podcast so many times. You can't teach hunger. You can't. And these two are so hungry right now. So hungry. Oh yeah. And it's exciting. It really is. It really is exciting. You get a, like you get a really big rush as a fan and as a consumer of 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 wrestling when you could tell that somebody's not just there for a, par- a paycheck. You know? Absolutely. So, yeah. I also, you know, for me personally, I am really attracted to a character when I feel like the performer itself knows that it's more than just the type of moves they do. When they know that, like, being just a cool guy isn't enough as a character sometimes. Like, being, like, that really impressive best wrestler on the card, like, isn't necessarily, like, the coolest gimmick, in my opinion. And, like, when someone puts this much thought into their character, like, it seems like Cross does, where he makes all these cool vignettes. Like, it's 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 like a dark version. It's like a, like a scary version of Malcolm Bivens, you know? Where yeah. Malcolm Bivens puts so much work into, like, these fun things, you yeah. know, to sta- make his character well, stand if, out. At, at Malcolm Bivens and Sto- at formerly Stokely Hathaway, like, what he's done with his career in such a short period of time of being in NXT and really just, like, if you're in the office, you got to notice. You have to. He's taken so much of his own destiny into, like, into his own hands, and it's just been impressive. Like, he's someone that people know, and he hasn't even been on NXT TV once. yet. <laughs> Not once. Not once. No. Uh, yeah, no, totally. And I think that Cross, similarly, you know, you know the things that he makes on the internet that he does for the YouTube channel and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, like when he called out Moxley when Moxley first hit the Indies, and he made this cool thing. It worked. Worked. And, and, and Moxley saw it. Moxley, someone with talent, was like, "Hey, that's cool. Let, and, me, get involved, and, let me get involved in that." You no know, no matter if he wins or loses, he comes out great. Exactly. And I think that you know, him having that mindset already, and now getting to work with someone like Triple H, who's who's so far advanced in that mindset where you see that you know the, the, the things that Triple H can produce and when he when he puts his stamp on things um I truly believe that like he could have a a, a very successful career in NXT and also transition to the main roster one day well supposedly they're all the main roster yeah. these days but transition to Raw or SmackDown one day and have big success there you know he's a talented Absolutely. dude I think that Triple H will mold him into what needs to be what he needs to be to mold it into in order to find success on Raw and SmackDown. And I think that like I just think he's gonna resonate with people. Like his whole thing is cool. Absolutely. And I and this speaks to this speaks to him and also just about a few other people who have decided to like really take the bull by the horns, specifically the the the, gra- the brass ring, quote unquote, is we're in a great period of time right now where it's interesting. Because working – it's it's almost like the music business is right now. Because all the time when I when I used to be, you know, associated with my – with music, working with my old man, doing all that stuff, people would come up to me and – with demos and stuff like that and they would be like, I can freestyle. And they would play – like and they would just do – just hammer out a freestyle like like I, off the top, which in itself is cool. It's impressive. But you know how many people could do that? A lot. A lot. Yeah. And here with wrestling. Oh, it's like, oh, I could do a drop-down leapfrog uh, uh, flip over a tope and then stand off and then everybody claps, you know? Everybody could do that now. Yep. 
Yeah, well, yeah. I was listening. To, it's, it's funny you mentioned that. I was listening to X Pac's podcast this mm-hmm. week, and he just got back from the performance center, and so he was talking about that exact thing right there, and how he was saying that he really stresses to people um, the the little things, like all the little things, and how important character is, because he was saying that, like exactly what you said, that like especially down there at the performance center, that everybody can do that. Like if yeah. you're a really good wrestler. Everybody there is a really good wrestler. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, they have it. to be. You have to do other things to, yeah. to, to to be successful and to get on TV to 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 be past all the others. And I think that you know, I think that you know, for example, and I don't know if it's just a quick thing for for TV or whatever, but Shotzi is an example of that. I feel like you know, she's got a very defi- different look than everybody else. She's got this fun tank thing that she's doing, and they saw that, they recognized that. And she didn't wait a year to get on TV. She's no. already on TV. They're doing stuff yeah. with her. Um, her and Mercedes, they just, they're not wasting time with either of them. Not wasting time with either of them. And it's not like their women's division wasn't already stacked. Yeah, they had plenty of women. They, yeah, like it's already stacked. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's why I see Killer Cross being someone who is someone who I believe will stand out amongst all the others and someone who I don't think is going to be I don't think we're going to have to wait very long for him to be on TV. No. Um, now, obviously, they maybe will put them on Raw or SmackDown, but I'm almost positive they're going to be on NXT. You know, I think that, you know, I think that they also want to train Cross a little bit to to wrestle the WWE style. Well, because it's you, you also got to get ingrained with the with the mentality, totally with the with just the culture. Yes, drink the Kool Aid. Co- so I mean, quote unquote. I mean, I'm not trying to make it sound derogatory, but no, you gotta you gotta live that life. Yes, there's a meaning when you become a. I mean, it's 24 yes. seven. You know, you got it's a different edict. You live your life. You become a different person. I also think that because of his history and how he got there, while I don't, I, I think his intentions were. I think he had every right to do everything he did with Impact. I think with the wrestling business, sometimes you kind of have to prove loyalty. Loyalty, and I think that sometimes people say, "Well, he just went out and made them look bad." Yeah. How, how do we know he's not going to do that to us? Yeah, very much so. I mean, Vince was always a big proponent whenever he hired somebody from whether it be a territory or a new promotion, or when he was building up WWE, was that you finish your contract. You know, like we're not going to do any backhanded shit. Like he was very steadfast in that, and I and to and the the whole reason wasn't because of an honor thing. I'm sure maybe some of it, but the majority of the reason was what you just mentioned was like how's he not, how's he not going to hold us up for money? Yep. You know, how's he not going to just pull like, an ultimate warrior or yeah. Jeff Jarrett on us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. And you know, Timothy Thatcher. Um, this one was surprising to me. Everybody I was going to say the same thing. Like I, I, I don't know. I mean, I thought like is the way it se- sounded online. It sounded like everybody was expecting Thatcher, but not Cross, which was strange to me <laughs> right? because I, I expected Cross. Yeah, his girlfriend's there. Production value. It's where he. It's clearly where he was heading. Yeah, but like Thatcher kind of came out of nowhere because Thatcher. I mean, Thatcher. Don't get me wrong. Incredible talent, but. Hasn't really been moving the needle all that much, in especially in the States lately. I think that also with Thatcher, too, you know, they've wanted him for a while. Yeah. And he didn't really want to go there at all. He's been around for a minute, dude. Yeah, it didn't really seem like he was interested. Yeah. You know, and it didn't seem like that it, – it didn't feel like he's someone they would, like, knock down the door for. Like, like we have to have Timothy Thatcher type thing. Um, but, you know, great Good signing regardless. Good you know, for him. I got, I got all this shit this week. For my my report on backstage with Timothy Thatcher, because I mentioned uh, I said that he's uh, one of the original members yes. of Imperium, even though it they used called. to be called Ringcom. Yeah. Okay, I just want to say that. Okay, yeah, and get then, it out of your no, no, no. I want to ask you because I want to know if I'm crazy here. I looked at it as 
<laughs> I looked at it as like if you signed. Uh, I'm trying to think of an ex- a similar example, but like it's like calling an indie wrestler by their n- indie name when they're in WWE. Like the the WWE fan base knows them by this thing. So I was like, oh, well, they're a former member of Imperium because Ring Conf is now Imperium. They yeah. just changed their name. They had the same music, same look, same everything. Just they changed the name because it was a kind of a problematic name. Like, yeah. regardless of what it actually means, I get what it actually means. I heard Walter describe anything, it. Anything 100% with, understand anything, it. Anything with the word confident in it's America is going to have people go like, whoa, hey, what? What did that guy say? <laughs> exactly. And so, uh, in fact, I actually was really cool when I heard Walter on the, the what was it called? The Those specials they do before TakeOver. Um, they, he talked about going to like the ring conf tournaments as a kid and he was looking at pictures of them and I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Isn't it like Target something or, or Yeah, Target, exactly. Yeah, Target Takeover or something, something like, like that. Some, yeah. Something like that. Um, and, and, and he, he was like looking at pictures of like this huge stadiums of like the ring conf tournaments and I was like, I get it. Still, still a problematic name. And no, WWE doesn't write my scripts. I wrote that. It's not like WWE was like, don't say ring conf, Ryan. I just was like, I just don't say, I, I always feel like it's like super smarky to like say call someone by their indie name. Yeah, I mean maybe but I mean is there a stable I'm trying to think if there's like a stable that has come from the indies that has had their think. name changed that could be like a comparison but like No, I mean like you can't compare the Viking Raiders because there's only been two of them and Yeah. and hmm. I was thinking same with like the Brainbusters but that also wasn't like a stable it was just like two of them. Yeah, and they invented the Brainbusters too and they weren't and it, and it's, it, it, there's only two of them again. Yeah. I think this is the only situation <laughs> where it's happened. Yeah. That's why I was like try I didn't know and then I, I got cuz I saw because Matthew like did his whole botchamania thing on it and was like and then everyone was like making fun of me for it. So I guess I should have said Ring Comp. In my post on the site I said Ring Comp. I just thought it would be confusing for people who only watch WWE to be like what's Ring Comp? What's yeah, this I guy mean, saying on well, the show? Maybe you got, I mean maybe you could have said formerly Ring Comp now Imperium. I don't know. I'll be honest with you guys. This is armchair quarterbacking right now. I right? wrote that sc- <laughs> I didn't think I was going to be on the show as I tweeted and then things changed and I I had to get to the studio quicker than expected, and I wrote that, like, very quickly. So I, I write my scripts, and so I wrote it like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. You know, in retrospect, I probably could have said Ring Conf in there as well, but whatever. It's not <laughs> something to keep to stay awake over. No, no, not at all. Um, but I I do see that I'm, I'm assuming that he would be used for NXT UK um, with – Imperium. Yeah, I well, since he was an original well, member the of thing. it. Here's the thing: is there too many members now? There is a lot of members. That's I wonder five if, people. Dude. I almost wonder if you kick one out to put him in, or because he says no, and then he feuds a ring with Imperium. Dude, I'm sorry, like I love Undisputed Era, and I think Roderick Strong is an incredible performer. I didn't need four members of Undisputed Era. Mm, I see, I like it. a stable being at least four. I didn't need that. I feel like three. You're not really a stable. Like, I, like personally. I'll consider a New Day a faction, like a stable or a faction. They're technically like a tag team to me. And I know people go with the Freebirds. I kind of feel like the Freebirds are a tag team and not necessarily like a faction. I guess that's just like your opinion. Uh, yeah. That's person to person. But is three people really a, 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 a stable? I say three is a faction because you got more than two. But four is like a stable. Yeah. Right? Because that's like if you had four horses, you got like a stable of horses. If you have three, that's not really the same. You're like, you just have a stable of horses. You got, I got is this how we're gauging it? Like I, how full the barn would be? If we, <laughs> well, isn't that technically what stable is supposed to yeah. imply? Yeah. So that's what I'm going with. You got to have four for a full <clears throat> stable. Five, five is pushing it, though. I mean, I wouldn't. Um, 
I, I, five is pushing it, and um, that's I too mean, many horses in the stable. Yes, there's far too many horses. <laughs> um, they're all in the back. Um, I. I, I, I think uh, – because was, was Wolf um, one of the original members as well? So I was looking into it because I'm not like the indie expert. Wolf, Especially uh, in the UK. <laughs> Jeez. I, from, what I, from what I saw, Wolf like, – like they started a label, like a, a clothing label called RingConf, mm. which was then going to become a stable. Wolf was part of the starting of RingConf, mm-hmm. but then he signed with WWE before they could actually debut Got it. as a stable. Okay. So then RingConf – while technically, yes, he's he wasn't like in the matches with them. He just started yeah. it with them, um, and it was yeah. So it was Wolf, Thatcher, Walter, Marcel Bartel. And I, 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 as much as I love Imperium, it's Imperium's all Walter right now. It's all Walter. I mean, sure, we're getting a lot of the guy. Like the see, I don't even know their names. Dude. Marcel Bartel, Fabian Eichner. Walter Alexander. Walter. I only know Wolf and, and Walter. Okay, and that's fair. not and that's not their fault. I actually really like the other two. The tag team when they've been tagged, they, no, they're, they're actually good really at, good. They're good, but but what 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 sets them apart? Like, because you can't have Imperium forever. They just look like foot soldiers to the shredder. Fair. And it and there's nothing wrong with the initial start of that. Of course, do it. Build stars that way. But the only reason I know Alexander Wolf's name is because he was part of Sanity. You fair. know, yeah, totally. And and everybody in Sanity looked different. Yeah. Yeah, I was able to tell who everybody was in Sanity, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just think when you add five people, because already those two, Fabian and uh, Marcel, and Marcel, those two already are kind of getting lost in the weeds. They don't look the same, but they are, I mean, they're giving, I mean, their gears identical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there are, there were black trunks and yes. black yeah. tracks. Nothing really. And then you're just going to add one more person. And it's, it, I almost wonder though of like, if, if Thatcher could hold, like, like I like Thatcher. Don't get me wrong, but he does need like a. He's not like the most compelling guy on the microphone either. Like I, I you know, like he's he's not supposed to be. He's like similar to Walter. He's like a man of a few words. He's yeah. like a, he's he's groundskeeper Willie that can kick your ass basically. You know, um, but yeah, I wonder where they're gonna do them too. I honestly, I think that he might. I think they're really trying to get involved in Japan. NXT, I think they want to get an NXT Japan. Yeah. And I almost wonder if he would be involved in that since he has wanted to work in Japan as well. And that there's going to – I feel like there's more for Thatcher behind the scenes than there is in front of the scenes for him. Okay. That's my personal opinion on it. I mean you would know more about it than I would. Um, But he's a great guy, great wrestler. I'm very excited to see what happens, what they do do with him. Um, Let's move on. Let's talk about – Enough about the doo-doo. Enough about the doo-doo. One more news story before we crack into all these uh, Raw, SmackDown, AEW, NXT-related things. And just quickly I want to talk about this one, and that's – this came out today. So they had the the investors call today for the fourth quarter earnings. And uh, one of the things that Vince McMahon talked about – during the phone call uh, was that WWE is in talks to sell their pay-per-view rights to another streaming service. Did you also see the WWE stock took a huge oh, dive yeah. today? Oh, it's been taking a dive. Huge. since. Well, it took a real dive when they – when um, what's his face? When George Barrios and Michelle Wilson, the, the co-presidents, left. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's it's been bad. It's it definitely the stock – but see, also, like, you know me, like, I hate – Business and all that, the, the the financial aspect of things. I mean, I'm not. Like, I'm not even going to sit here and pretend I know exactly because like, I'm not going to pretend I know what any of that stuff means. Because at yeah. the end of the day, they're all they're, they're still making record money. They're still killing it. So it's like 
I, yeah, this was down from that and this, but that doesn't I, I do, it doesn't interest me as much. Yeah. Um, it's more the big things that interest me, which is why I thought this pay-per-view thing was so interesting because it's like, you know, for the past, because one of the things they said when George Barrios and Michelle Wilson, when it was announced they were leaving the company, was that they had a difference of opinions uh, of business strategy. And the the those two, Barrios and Wilson, from from my recollection, were people who really put a lot into the WWE Network. And they, for a while now, they've been hyping this new tiered system where it was going to be tiered. Yeah, they have, I've, I totally forgot about it. We've been, they've been talking about it for a while now. Yeah. Suddenly they're gone. Vince says they don't have they don't have, they don't have the same vision anymore. And now you're hearing that they're in talks to take pay per views off the WWE Network, which, in my opinion, would kill the WWE Network. Uh, it would really do a huge blow to it because. Then you just need. Then it's just for the diehards. Then it's literally like right now. If they're, if they're having problem getting more subscribers, I don't think taking pay per view off the network is the best thing. That would I honestly believe half the people would leave. Well, that's why YouTube. At least that's why YouTube premium. That's why YouTube premium is having a really hard time getting as many like subscribers as all the other like even Facebook even like because once it's once free is out. Well, that's not free in this case, but it's not fifty nine. It's not sixty dollars a Correct. month. Once that's there, once it's out of the bag, it's really hard to put it back in. Oh, yeah. and I mean, you've even seen in wrestling as a whole. Like, WWE made the decision, not wrestling, to do the 1099 pay-per-view thing, this whole new model. And then it became, well, wrestling fans were like, well, we're not going to pay that much for a pay-per-view. Like, even when AEW was going to do it, people, like, they were like, what do you mean? Yeah. We pay $10 for pay-per-views now. Like, we're not going to spend all that money. So it is, it, you're right. Like, yeah, like that, that, that's been let out of the bag. Like, that, it's, it's hard to bring that back in. I was actually amazed. I saw... Um, I, I'm definitely going to have the number wrong, but I saw, like, uh, Disney Plus said they've already got, like, 27 million subscribers or something like that. And that amazed me. I was like, there's not even that good of content on Disney Plus right now. Like, it's just all the things you grew up with, which I get. But, like, it's crazy that people are watching that much classic content at all yeah. times. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot – well, because a lot of it was – a lot of it wasn't available back True. Then, for a while. You, I'm amazed at how much you watch of some of that I, stuff. I, like, because, for instance, I loved Recess growing up, the TV show. <laughs> yeah. Well, I loved that cartoon, but it wasn't available anywhere afterwards, like on iTunes or on, like, any sort it's of – It's never been available? No, it it's hasn't. the first time it's same been... thing. Same thing with, like, Tailspin and, like – uh, the Mighty Ducks cartoon, none of that was available on Goof Troop. None of that was on DVD or anything like that, as far as I know. Well, nothing on currently on Blu-ray, especially. That's why I, I had to go, like when I wanted to watch the Muppet Show. The Muppet Show is not on Disney Plus or on Blu-ray or on anything. I had to go on Amazon and buy the first time they were ever put out on DVD. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. I guess it makes a little more sense now. But still, I was like, twenty times is a lot of lot of freaking people. It took WWE like a year and a half to get a million, right? That, that's. I think that's why I'm like, I when I heard uh, when I read that figure, I was like, God, it takes them so long to. Yeah, in less than three months, Disney Plus has signed up twenty eight point six million subscribers. I was like, what? Fuck, dude, that's crazy. And think about it. if you're a, if you're a parent and you got a kid, that's totally that's it's it's if you have a, if you're a parent and you have a kid. It's it's a no brainer. No brainer. You you get to watch things you grew up with. You get to see things like The Mandalorian. Your kids can watch all the other Disney related things. There's, it's a no brainer for sure, yes. for sure. Um, but I still thought twenty seven million is a lot. Like you think there's a lot of wrestling fans out there, but oh, who are all did. watching? 
Disney's always going to be. Oh, I know that. that, but still, I was like, man. Um, but do, you got to agree with me here a little bit that it would probably it would be a big blow to the WWE. Like, do you would, think you would keep I it? Just I just don't know what the tipping point is for because you know fans have been fans have been saying we're going to cancel our subscriptions, and for, since the day it got started, yeah. And only recently did I find out that there was when the uh, when that whole Daniel Bryan Roman Reigns fiasco at the Royal Rumble happened, people did actually cancel oh, their, yeah. for, their oh, subscriptions, oh, yeah. which oh, yeah. I didn't know. I thought a lot of it was just all talk. Oh yeah, which you know is which wouldn't be which come on wouldn't be crazy. But yeah. no, no, people did. People definitely canceled. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that until recently when I was listening to Arn Anderson's podcast. Don't about, you love when he's talking about the recent stuff, Arn yeah, Anderson? Yeah, it's interesting. Like, because like, I don't necessarily care about the things that he's discussing from like the eighties and stuff. I mean, I do, but I, I don't. I, I don't dislike it, but I'm mm-hmm. not like as interested in it but when he, there's no one that was like as deeply ingrained as he was yeah. for as long as he was uh doing a podcast that's talking about that recent of stuff it's i love when he does it. like the, the whole royal rumble episode is so good i love yeah it. and just like you're in and you're in like god wouldn't you have loved to we're gonna off on a tangent for a little bit but yeah. like God, like imagine being a fly on the wall in Gorilla because now everybody has a good sense of what Gorilla looks like mm-hmm. because of, there's so many documentaries now. Before it was like, what is Gorilla? You know, like what is, <laughs> where does everybody sit? But now it's pretty much you could draw it with a like a pencil. But, yeah. Um, it you had like just being a fly on the wall the minute Daniel Bryan got eliminated. Oh, I love just it. Just like what were people doing? Like, like oh, go send Rock, <laughs> and, then, and then and then that happened. I, uh, similarly, when Rey Mysterio went out and everyone was booing at that one Royal Rumble, and it was like, I wonder if they're like, oh, wait, they're booing Rey Mysterio? Like, what the hell? Um, okay, so the pay-per-view thing. Yes, but I, I think it's, it's – it, it would – but when I, the, the reason I brought up that story was I'm wondering what the tipping point is mm-hmm. because there have been so many things that have happened where the fans have been like, that's it. No more. And it, it still they still keep going with it. I would think getting rid of the pay per views would have to be like a. It's a huge thing. Like it's a huge NXT thing. was already a huge thing, but then you'd really only be having the net, the network for takeovers. Yeah, right. Like that's really and and also like I know I said I'm not like a business expert, so I we're not gonna get too in the weeds here on this one. But like, I would think that like they were almost at the forefront of the over the top. They were at the forefront of over-the-top services, you know, over-the-top yeah. networks. I realize that they see that they can make money with their rights deals, which is why they took NXT off the network over to USA. But TV's dying. Like, I can't deny that TV is the, – the, 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 bre- the business of television is changing rapidly, like very rapidly. Like, everybody's getting an over-the-top thing. There's Peacock, there's Disney Plus, there's Hulu, CBS there's All Access, CBS, there's, there's Quibbly or whatever, Quibi or whatever. Yeah. There's, there's every, it's, it's the bit, the model is changing, and I understand wanting to kind of like cash out before it's totally changed, but I don't know if using the thing that you're ahead of the game on. Also, think to, about to how, do that. Think, think that, about how yeah. many years it's been. Since they've gotten rid of the fifteen fifty nine dollars a month uh, thing, it's been it's been a long time. A lot of fans, especially younger fans, are this is how li- they're like this is how it's supposed to be. Yes, you know. Yeah, of course. And it was hard for me my whole life to get pay per views. I didn't get every pay per view growing up. It literally wasn't until the WWE Network came around that I was like, great, I finally can afford to watch every pay per view ten dollars a month. I can- I can pay ten dollars a month for every fucking pay per view. But I, at the same time, it's I don't pay per views aside. 
Yeah, their content is fun. The 24 documentaries are fun. The uh, the, the ride-alongs are fun. But those by themselves are not enough to draw no. people in. Like, I, th- before I ran her website, the reason I got it was I was like, oh, 1099 pay-per-views. Easy. Everything else just comes along with it. Awesome. I don't think I would have got it if it wasn't with the pay-per-views. They st- but th- th- what's so funny about what, what, what's so funny about the shows, the different shows they come up with for the network, they get tired of them so quickly. Yeah. Like Legends with JBL, Legends House. Yep. Um, I, 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 there's a bunch of other ones. There's so many of them that they just gave up on. Like, yeah. Even, they, they, even the countdown shows they've stopped whole, uh, on. The Mick Foley reality show. Like, they just they, they just stopped. The countdowns, yes. The, the WrestleMania rewinds. The, uh, the, 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 the segment where they focus on two feuds. Like, they just get tired of them. and They, they had so many cool docuseries early on, yeah, and then they just right like, stopped with them. Yeah. I li- like people, have, people are polarized about how they feel about JBL. I loved Legends with JBL. I liked it, too. I loved that show because he's a good interview. Me, too. He's a really good interview. And, I mean, they're trying to do that with Austin right now, I guess, but it feels like they're going to get tired of that soon, too. They got, rid- they got tired of it once with him. Yeah. And they brought it back. <laughs> it's w- with a new name. <laughs> I mean, I, I loved WrestleMania Rewind. I loved that show. There was lots of cool stuff. Honestly, I, I almost wondered if, if that's why they released the trailer for that Ruthless Aggression thing today because so many people were talking about, like, well, if they get rid of pay-per-view, like, I'm done with the network. And they're like, well, we, hey, we've been working on this other cool docuseries. They need a lot like. more than that, dude. <laughs> oh, I know. They need a lot more than like, that. Like, this is the first time they've made one that, at least, in, I could be wrong. It's the first time in a while it feels like they've done something that wasn't Attitude Era related. Because if you're a passive fan... And you could give a flying fuck what Alexa Bliss does during the weekends. Why do you need it? Why do you need it? I'll be honest. I like, I love wrestling so much. Of course. I don't ever watch Ride Along. Who gives a fuck what they're saying in the car in these canned conversations that aren't even that entertaining? Like they're, they know there's a camera there. It's not like it's like this is. They're like, gonna act can, up. Yeah, they're gonna. We're gonna see candid things happening between. Have you and seen what those setups look WWE, like? They're still bad. Have you seen the setups of how many cameras are in the car? There's like five. Like, <laughs> so, you know, like, the whole car is filled in cameras. Like, come on, you know. Like, so yeah, I the docu series I love. I love the docuseries. I'll watch all of them. I love the 24s. I love 365. I love Chronicle. I think they're great. I love all those. Day of. Day of. They're fantastic. I just, yeah. The one, the ride. But they're not enough. And I feel like Ride Along, they put so, they, Ride Along's the one they've left, they've, they've, they've stuck with the longest. And the internet is such, a, in a way now, that if you really wanted to see those, like say like, oh, I don't have this network, but I hear that one day of was good. You think you can't find it somewhere. Of course you can. Yeah, it's. And it's also. Right along, my last thing I want to say right, right along is like we have social media. These people are posting videos of themselves in the car doing funny stuff anyway. Like legitimately. Legitimately. Like, like, like candid. Real moments. Yes. I yes. don't care about like them being like a producer being like in the like saying in there like, hey, maybe talk about this thing. Or you just saw that sign talk about that. Like, I don't want I don't care, you know? Ugh, I, get, I, I hate that show. I like I like everything else. I just that that one bothers me because it's like it, they're on it for so long. They've stuck with it for, and they've dropped all the other all cool the other shows. cool stuff. But yeah, they kept that and did it for three. How have they not done one other season of Legends House? They, it was the first show on WWE Network, and, and they would. And there's so many old guys that were just like, "Give us something to do. Give us something to do. <laughs> Put them in the house together for three weeks. It's the cheapest, easiest thing to film, and people enjoy it." I still remember scenes from that first season because I loved it so much. <sighs> Hashtag bring back Legends House. Yes, for sure. For real. <laughs> and we're not the only ones that think that. No, no. 
Um, okay, moving on. <sighs> uh, oh, but also, yeah, please don't move the pay reviews off WWE Network. God, that would be stupid. Please don't do that. Uh, Raw. Let's talk about some of these things real fast. Okay. Uh, Ruby Riot returned from injury. Yep. I liked it. Yeah. Cool. I, I mean, she, cool look. Cool look. Um, uh, you know, I, she can't. I mean, in order for this natural evolution of uh, live to work, she can't be going back to the Riot Squad ways. No. Nope. Um, but I'm. I'm a little confused now. What happened? So is so does this mean Liv is done with Lana? It felt that way, right? Let's well, see. This is exactly what I was talking about I know. was going to happen. No, and you're it, right. And everyone it was right. Happened. Everyone was right. Everyone was right. I'm not going to say I was right. Everyone was right. And, and I said I was going to wait to see what happened. They literally did nothing with it. Nothing. If this is the end of it, I'm like, what was the point of anything? Literally, if this is the end of all of that, then they walked into that meeting. For the wedding, and they were like, "What are we gonna do? I don't know. Let's just throw something at the wall. Let's have her be a lesbian. Let's have her be a lesbian. Because it's literally they've they've done no follow up on it. It's and just been like a lot of being like, of course she'd love me, and be like, I love you, the and then extent. they haven't explained anything else. And literally like, oh, I love you, but literally every time they're together, they want to fight. And it feels like Lana and Liv have done more on social media to get this over than the writers, it feels yeah. like. Because, like, they were posting pictures of themselves hanging out back in the day. They were at least trying and nothing. Like, it, And this 100% felt like the end of Lana and Liv again because they had a second match. She wins. Like, you, like, now how's on Ruby, Ruby Wright going to be involved in this thing? Right? And unless Ruby and, and Lana become homies now because of their mutual hate for Liv trying to, like, take advantage <laughs> then, of them. Then they start dating. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh. I will say though I'm happy that she's back because I think that Ruby yeah. is a big talent. Um, but very like what, like what, and also why would Liv be happy? The whole thing was that she was not the same girl that she was in the Riot Squad, and then Ruby comes out and she's like all like happy, like hey, what's up, girl? Yeah. Like, we're friends. I mean, well, I kind of well I, that part's not so much didn't bother me as much. But in the, in, the, in all those vignettes, it was like. I was forced to be someone I'm not. I'm different now. I'm changing sure, myself. But I, I, I never got across that like she was angry at Ruby for that. You know, like I never got. I've seen more about the Office as opposed to Ruby impl- like making her a Harley Quinn rip ripoff, which is also uh, what a lot of people do now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, speaking of that, Birds of Prey, are you ready, excited yeah, for that I'm movie? Excited. You're going to watch I'm gonna it? I'm going to see it because, uh, don't get me wrong, I love Margot Robbie. She's great. She's the epitome of the character. It was a very uh, sidebar. I, that was a very cute video that was retweeted of Alexa Bliss and Margot Robbie just geeking out over Harley Quinn. There oh, a, I didn't see. Yeah, it was a fun like a like it was one of those random like like where the wrestlers get to interview the movie stars for a promotion oh, nice. for a movie. Nice. And Bliss got to interview Margot Robbie, and it was like you know it was cool because literally it was just two hot girls argue, like arguing about like how great Harley Quinn is. <laughs> That's awesome. And um, and but the reason I like I'm looking forward to it is because Black Mask Roman Zion uh, fuck I always forget how to pronounce his last name. But anyway, um, the character Ewan McGregor's playing. Nice. He is one of my favorite underutilized Batman villains. Okay. Because if you really get to know Black Mask, he's terrifying. Okay. Like, he is vicious. He tortured He tortured a Robin to death. Okay. Brother. Okay. Fair, yeah. fair. Yeah. He Apparently, this movie has, like, very high on Rotten Tomatoes very, right very. now. I, 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 like, they did the whole, like, tomato reveal, and it was 91. Damn, crazy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. uh, Shad Gaspard and uh, John Morrison are in the movie, too, hmm? briefly. I think they're, like... Uh, Probably in some prison scene. They're like goon guys yeah. and they're fighter guys or whatever. Um, that should have been – they wasted Killer Croc in the Suicide Squad. He was such a great character. I know. I know. Um, uh, wait. Yeah. But are you getting that movie? I think so. Let me know. Right. <laughs> uh, Angel Garza. He made his debut. Odd. 
This whole thing was a little odd. Uh, I think he's great. I think he's a huge talent. Um, but just the execution of it was a little weird because it, it was clearly be- done because they don't have Andrade. I think it should have just been a run-in attack. Why? Then explain the whole relationship next week. Agreed. That's how I would have done oh, it. They shoved a lot into one segment here. Because you heard the commentators over and over again. They're cousins, they're cousins, they're cousins, they're cousins, they're cousins. Oh, did you know that they're cousins? They're related. That's why they're here. <laughs> <laughs> It's like we get like we sometimes you know sometimes you don't need to be told like like I mean yes eventually they would have had to have said something but like have Angel Garza run out whistling to Vega and you're like wait what happened to Andrade why is it why is this guy here like then that's people keeps people wondering then you find then they cut a promo in the ring next week why like I like if you're gonna screw with my family and I'm gonna screw with your family and you know that, there you have it agreed I thought they like shh, they were just like. So just shoved it all in there of like, here's everything that you need to know real right away. Just like, boom. Uh, completely agree with you on all that. Although I do feel like his match with Ray was awesome. Yes. Um, and I honestly, I I feel like Angel Garza is is. You've been feeling that for a while. Yeah, and I think he might have. I, I Andrade is fantastic and 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 is one of the best wrestlers in WWE. Um, but that language barrier is such an it's, important it's, thing for Vince. Yes. Like, it's such an important thing to Vince. I mean, he barely speaks the language now. Yeah. And it, and he's able to get by with it because he's Zelina, and he's able to kind of like, he's he's um he's owned it to a certain degree where he knows he just maximizes what he's going to say when he says it and works on what he's going to say. But Angel Garza doesn't have that. He, he, is, I mean, he cut a promo uh, after the show uh, for WWE.com. And was fantastic. I was like, oh, man, that guy's got so much charisma. Because they were like, what was it like to be in the ring with a legend? And he was like, you mean what was it like for him to be in the ring with a legend because he was in the ring with with me? Well, I think what people really gravitate towards, especially with a new talent, is somebody who's comfortable in their own skin. Yes. And he – Showed that in spades. Absolutely. The minute he showed up on that on the the minute he showed up on the ramp, I was like, "All right, he's not he's not intimidated." Especially knowing that he was about to go for a full like seven ten minute match with Ray fucking Mysterio. Absolutely, the first on, time he's ever wrestled him on, on and, Raw. Yeah, live TV. Yeah, absolutely. And like that, that's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of pressure. And I don't feel like he buckled down for it all. I feel like he killed it. Like he knocked it out of the park with what they needed him to do. I did think it was odd though. To not have Zelina with him on NXT this week, I don't know why they even used him on NXT this week. Yeah, I don't. Well, I, I, they might not even know what they're doing with him yet. Like, cause I was like, well, I get, I get wanting to be like, well, is he, is he, or isn't he NXT? But if he, you're gonna, why would not you just have Zelina Vega there with him still? Here, I'm. All, I don't know genuinely the temperature of people's thoughts on Umberto. He needs something more. Okay, he's incredibly athletic. Yes. Young baby face look. It's exactly what you would want. You could no say he's handsome. Head. Yeah. No, no, I'm saying he's got a baby face look legitimately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dimples. But, yeah. Like he's clean shaven, nice hair. Yeah. But uh, I need a little, a little more. I need a little more substance. Like you're from Mexico. Awesome. What else? <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, and, I, I, I totally understand that. And, and it's, it's. I don't think only having him wrestle other Latino wrestlers not doing him any favors. Isn't 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 fixing that problem? Mm-hmm. Like it makes him. I don't. I'm trying to think of the right word. Yeah, I agree with you in that aspect. I think that as much as I like seeing him and other Latino wrestlers being featured, being featured I'm loving it so absolutely. much. Absolutely. Um, but I agree with you that he does need that little extra something that 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 
thing that makes me like really into him. Because it's, I, as as fun as he is to watch in the ring, when his music hits, it's not like, you know, like we're gonna see something great. You know, yep. it's like, oh, here comes a good guy. He's gonna, <laughs> we're gonna, like, we're gonna see some, we're gonna see some fun. Yeah. You know? it's, yes. Yeah, uh, and and it's and it's frustrating because he is into, in, incredibly talented. And yeah, just, they just I, I don't I just try, and I don't know what it is. I think it might just be this current feud, or I, I don't know what it is. But I agree with you that there is something missing there that they could that they, that's extra needed because the way they build him is bigger than he is right now, in my opinion. Well, you know what it is. It's also like like I they, they being they, able to last in the ring with someone. Of, of higher stature than you on the card will only get you so far. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, kind of like people go like, why would you spoil that Killer Cross sign with WWE, Ryan? Um, you're spoiling the surprise. And I go, you know what? If the creative is dope on his his debut, then it won't matter because it'll still be dope and people will be into it. You know, I mean, and Sting was, si- Sting was signed for the WWE for a year and a half before he showed up with some Survivor Series. You know, it's, totally. <laughs> and so I, I feel like I mean, the time frame might be a little off there, but pretty much. And, 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 and on the same token of like a pirate party where you go like they beat the young bucks. It helped them for a certain degree to a certain for a certain time period in AEW. But then they've lost a bunch of times since things have happened and they're not at that same status anymore. And they do need that something extra to get them there, I feel like. And it's similar with Umberto. Like he had that thing with Seth. Everyone was super impressed. But now we need something else. Yes, absolutely. I, I, I completely agree with you in that regard. Uh, what do you think about Rhea Ripley challenging Charlotte Flair? Um, this is something that kind of got ru- – I mean, the internet kind of ruined this one. Yeah. Because it was – I tried so hard not to spoil it because I had heard this is what was going to happen. It wasn't, I, just, it wasn't just you. Everybody no, I didn't spoil it. Everybody I, but was, everybody talking, was about talking about it. it. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was going to – I knew it was going to happen. It's a great, great, great way to really emphasize that this is, a, this is on tier. Like if there's a real legitimate if – if they follow through with it, which, which it seems like they will, with like a legitimate match with Charlotte and Rhea for the NXT title, especially if it has a really nice spot on the card, like a really nice – like not a bathroom break spot, like a really good featured spot, it could really do wonders for that company. I really – in terms of establishing – Over the brand you mean? That's what I mean. Yes, uh, like that. Like this is something that should be on 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 tier with the Universal and WWE championships. Absolutely, I mean, I mean people. You forget that people, there are people who only watch WrestleMania all year. Yes. Like this is like the one their taste of wrestling every year. Uh, similar like to me with the Super Bowl. I only watch Super. Bowl. The only time I watch football yeah, is the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. You know, um, and same for like the other finals type stuff. So I, it's it, and I think that those kinds of people do go. Oh, hey, what's What's that? Like mm-hmm. they're they're doing this cool thing with like women wrestlers on their own other brand. That's kind of cool. And maybe I'll go check into it. So I agree with you in that regard. Um I also thought that it was a smart way to kind of to kind of get NXT on to WrestleMania in some way by having, you know, Rhea turn the tables and be like, Hey, I'm you haven't beaten me, in fact I beat you. Let's do this type thing. Um I I also I, I will say this much. The only thing I I have not liked about this build so far is I do agree with what was then said on Wednesday during NXT when she came out and then Bianca – or when Bianca came out and then then Charlotte Flair came out. And basically Charlotte said, like, you know, this just shows that she is – she's overlooking you. Like, Mm -hmm. she's clearly overlooking you. Um, I felt like – as much as they're playing into that with the ta- with the Portland takeover, I felt like it did kind of 
lower the value of Bianca's next title match against Rhea at TakeOver Portland that's coming up in a few weeks or whatever. Well, yeah, but it, yeah, it, it is. Well, because what, what take, well, now what TakeOver Portland is, now that they're included in a WrestleMania, it's Roblox. Is to see, you, you, true. Yeah, you're right. It's Roblox. To see who gets to go to WrestleMania? Yeah, it's, or it's the Elimination Chamber. You know, if they want to do that now that that now if they because they weren't on it, they were not at WrestleMania. And they, are they even going to get a ta- do they do they get a takeover? There's WrestleMania take, this year? Yeah, yeah okay. there's a takeover before WrestleMania. OK, so. I. Where was I going? <laughs> well, I'll ta- I'll ta- I'll tag in here for a second to help you out here. Yeah, because I think this maybe was where you were going. But but I. I'm, oh, yeah. so, I'm thinking that Charlotte's going to interfere at this takeover Portland one. Yeah, well, like I said, it's it's like when Dean got it's like when Dean challenged Triple H for the title. Yeah, at Roblox. It's like you know the outcome. Yes, you know Bella, Bella, Bianca's not going to win, and but, but you could have avoided that. You could have had not. You could have had Charlotte come out after Rhea wins and and just point at the WrestleMania sign after Rhea wins, like, and you I, know. I, I mean, obviously the armchair. Yeah, quarterbacking here, but like uh, you know, amateur booking here, but like, um, I do feel like kind of lowered the value of that match. Although mm-hmm. I do think that I think that Charlotte's going to interfere, cause like a DQ, and then the Portland takeover match. Sorry, the takeover for WrestleMania weekend, takeover Tampa or whatever. Um, that will be who gets to go against uh, Charlotte. Do you got a Leo five? No, no, no okay. I was late. I was late. Um, I was sure. <laughs> Um, that, that that and then we'll see. But but regardless, I'm hyped. I think Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley is going to bang. That's a great match. It's going to be such a good match. I'm mm-hmm. pumped on that. Um, what do you think about Ricochet being the one to earn a title shot at Super Showdown against Brock Lesnar? It's um, it's up to them now. <laughs> That's a really good way of wording it. Yeah, it's really up to them now. It's like, okay, you gave us this. What are you going to do with it? Yeah, totally. Because if they, I am going to be so. If it's just another 30-second squash. It's Kofi versus Brock again, it's going to be so ridiculous. Because you, you, if you do that, you're literally just chucking Ricochet down the card. Like, you're like, that's what they think of him. And that's not good because he's already – he's on the rise. Like, Ricochet is one of the people that people – one of the wrestlers that people really like right now, I feel like. So, yeah, I, 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 I'm excited I'm very excited to see Ricochet in a title we, match. If we get a Daniel Bryan Brock Lesnar type match, then awesome, awesome. awesome. same AJ Styles, mm-hmm. Finn Balor, awesome. But if we get a Kofi match again, I'm gonna be so pissed. But then, what is that? If we don't, what does that say about Kofi? That's a great. That's a great question. Like that, all these other smaller, smaller than him, lasted longer than he did. It's a great question. Because I, I, as much as it feels like they've put the building. Blocks in place for Kofi's. Uh, what's the word? I'm, uh, his his snap moment where he's just like, no, I sh- that should never have happened, and we get him back in the yeah. title picture. I don't know if we're gonna have that happen. It doesn't feel like that we're getting there's Kofi definitely ever as, back in the title. There's picture. definitely not as much energy behind it. No, it almost feels like it's like a thing of the past now. Like it's, it's which is weird because people loved it. Well, don't get me. I don't think it should be looked at as something that's like people are going to forget about it. It's going to be a moment that's going to go down in history. Yeah, but like I just feel like you know, like that whole most Kofi, times that, when, but Col- you, that whole Kofi Mania run was incredible. Yes, but most times when you have that thing where like it culminates in the first person finally getting in the main event, they stay in the main event for a little while. Like, or, or they're not they're not tossed back that quickly. Like, especially to one loss, like one title loss. He just lost the title one time to Brock Lesnar. To Brock Lesnar, <laughs> and then it was like, no, okay, you guys, you guys got that. We did it. We did it. 
We're not racist. Pat- <laughs> See? Well, we had a black champion. Pat ourselves on the back. All right. It only took us 60 years. Like, you know, so I, I – I, I, that is frustrating. And I hope – this would – very much send that message if they do the exact same thing to Ricochet of like what they that it would be a bad Again, message. There's going to be like because you know I guarantee you like Paul Heyman will go on some radio interview like he likes to do and he'll be like why wouldn't Brock Lesnar beat like Ricochet in 30 seconds you know it's, <laughs> yeah. it's the same thing he did with the Undertaker why wouldn't he end the streak he's Brock Lesnar it's like you, you, that's his explanation for everything that yeah. Brock Lesnar does. Yeah. Why, how can he do it? He's Brock Lesnar, <laughs> goddammit. And it's like, which you can apply to a lot, yes. you know? Yes. <laughs> um, I, I, I have a little faith. I feel like since Heyman has gotten this job, he has been behind Ricochet. It mm-hmm. feels like he has wanted to make Ricochet a star. I have a hard time believing that he, has, that, he, that he does Ricochet like that after all the work he's put into Ricochet. Well, I can tell you he won't win. I can tell you he won't win for sure. Yes. Um, okay. Moving on here. Uh, what you? I, you know, I actually, I loved that Braun won the IC title last week. I think I it mean, was. Um, he needed something. He needed something. He needed something. It's, like, it's crazy to think this is his first singles title in WWE. Yeah, it's pretty crazy to think. And it's also crazy to think he's only. I mean, if you don't count that random Greatest Battle Royal Championship, he's only had one. Yeah. It was the tag titles, and it was with a child. With Nicholas. <laughs> with a child. <laughs> I thought I told Eric, I said, well, technically he was a singles title by the way, because he wrestled with Nicholas. By the way, when Nicholas is over 18 and he becomes one random rumble entrant, people are going to lose their mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> are gonna, even if he doesn't do any, even if he looks exactly the same, like not built at all. He's got the long, yeah, long like, sleeves and everything. Just if he doesn't even want to wrestle ever. Like, if he just comes in as a – like, Nicholas is number 24, I would lose my mind. Totally. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Former tag team champion, Nicholas! Oh, God. Oh, that would be incredible. We miss you, Nicholas. Uh, <laughs> we know, well, I'm glad he's doing well, though. Yeah, you're thriving, Nicholas. Yeah. Uh, the, the business post – people post business has not always been treated nicely. And so I'm glad he's he's not in the bingo halls signing 8x10s. It's funny. I was talking to Drew McIntyre backstage this week, and he was like – there's that picture of me that I posted a few times where it's just me. The <laughs> so old, literally the, the most unfunflattering photo of you ever. I know, but it's ever. just me drunk at PWG being the only one standing up yeah, cheering him on. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and we were laughing about it because it was it was like his first time there where nobody was really that excited. But I was like pumped. I was like, Drew McIntyre, you know? And he was saying that like when he got fired that time that you know he started talking to you know promoters and stuff. And it was like, you know, you can – Use your WWE gimmick for the next X amount of time, and you'll get paid this much on your first loop, this much on your mm-hmm. next loop, and then it'll slowly start to go down and down and down over the years. But just keep doing that. You, as long as you keep that WWE gimmick, you're good. And he was like, what? That's a terrible business model. Like, <laughs> just be the chosen one. Just, just be the chosen one forever? Yeah. I, I'm still talented. And he was like, no, and that's what I made. It. I was like, no, I'm going to go change myself. And Nick, he was like, so yeah, I mean, that show, he was Nicholas like. Nicholas going to show up with a beard and long hair. And yeah. So yeah, in short, Nicholas is going to be the PWG champion one day. Uh, he's Nick now. And I'm going to be cheering it, just he, holding my cup up. He will be Nick. <laughs> um, yeah, I loved Braun winning the IC title. I felt like, you know what? I may be in the minority here. I'm not loving the Sami Zayn, Shinsuke Nakamura, I don't like Cesaro it. Stable. I don't like it faction. for a few reasons. Because it's lazy. It's lazy. It's the laziest thing ever. All three of them are incredible competitors, and they're given nothing to do. Nothing. Interco- 
Sami Zayn, I mean, I'm sorry, Shinsuke Nakamura was Intercontinental Champion for a long like time, and nobody knew. They even gave him a new belt, and nobody didn't do anything with him. They didn't care. And he had, and he had Sami Zayn, which as like a, as like a, a mouthpiece for him, but it made no sense. And then they randomly throw Cesaro in there because they never know what to do with Cesaro. And they're never going to have Sami Zayn wrestle never again for no reason. For no reason, when he's still in great condition. wrestler, in yeah. great condition, not injured, it makes no sense. Makes no sense. So I'm glad you're on the same page. I'm, I hate it. I hate I everything hate about it. it so much. I hate it, and I love all three of those wrestlers yep. so much. That's why I hate it so much. Because I'm just like, this is what you're doing with these guys. Like these guys are all three great characters. They by themselves, by themselves, and they have nothing to do with each other. Nothing. Nothing to do with They're each other. They're all from a different country. Just let Cesaro go back to NXT. Just let him go back to NXT. I guarantee He'll rule you, the you roost. Kill it. He would rule the roost. Kill it. Have him do a program with Cassius Ono. Done. Have him do a program with, a program with anyone there at NXT right now, and I'd probably be into it. Cesaro and Keith Lee. <laughs> That's incredible. Imagine how great that would be at, at TakeOver. Keith Lee versus Cesaro Just for the North Keith American Lee title. being super agile and Cesaro being able to lift him and Keith all sorts Lee, of – Exactly. Yeah. Him tossing Keith Lee up in the air and, and uppercutting him, man. Come on. Uh, okay. Um, I also like they brought Naomi back to SmackDown. I felt like it made the most sense. Yes. Um, uh, Goldberg. Goldberg's returning this week. Yes. He's going to announce who's next, clearly for Saudi Arabia. Hopefully not the ring post. <laughs> or the door <laughs> before he walks out. Those, um, those are the two people he hasn't beaten yet. <laughs> uh, who would you like to see him go against or and or who do you think he is going to go against? I'm going to answer this question, but I also have a question for you to ask, ask you okay. because I want to know if genuinely you've heard the same rumblings I have. Um, who do I want it to be? Do you, do you think it's going to be another legend guy, or are they going to bring up just like another Dolph Ziggler type thing? I think it's just going to be on the roster. It's probably going to be... So, so is he going to be out on Raw or SmackDown? SmackDown. SmackDown? So it's going to be a SmackDown guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it might be Baron Corbin, dude. <laughs> to be honest with you, that's like the one that I was leaning towards. I think it's going to be Baron. Because they already kind of ended... The Baron Corbin Roman Reigns thing with the dog food. Yes. It seems like that could be the end of it if they wanted to. Yes. You can he have, got his revenge. He got his revenge. Yeah. You can move on from it. Corbin then can use his king shtick to Goldberg, Goldberg. Yes. And you can start transitioning into the Roman's build to WrestleMania against and the Baron field. Corbin is one of the, like when Pete, when when Goldberg beat Dolph, even though they were like, Oh yeah, it's gods, there were some people who were like, Oh, that made Dolph look so terrible. Baron Corbin is somebody who could survive that. Totally. He he gets, could, they, they make STD jokes about him. Like he like, could, if he just got in there, spear, jackhammer, he could survive that. Yeah, they called him Fetish Boy last yeah. week. Like you know, he can, he can, he can, he'd be fine. He can yes. take, he can take a spear. He can take no problem and doesn't lose anything from it whatsoever. Um, I, I feel like that seems like that seems like where they're going to go with it. That, that's kind of what I thought too. But the question I asked you was: I've been hearing rumblings again. These come up every once in a while, and they're going to both be in their 60s at this point. Okay. Is Sting and Takers being rumbled again? So I saw that, you know, when – because the, the rumor came out during – right before the Royal Rumble that mm-hmm. Sting was going to factor into the Royal Rumble somehow. And that, that was the plan was Super Showdown to get to Sting versus Undertaker. When I asked someone that day who is, would know, they were like, that's the most bullshit thing I've ever seen. I hope so. So I, 
I mean, I have I a hard time believing that they want to follow up Goldberg versus Undertaker in the desert with Sting versus Undertaker in the desert, which is like when they're both in their sixties. When they're both in their sixties, and as much as I want to see it, there's no way it's going to live up to what everyone would have wanted. It would have to be so many bells and whistles. It would literally be <laughs> only bells and whistles. <laughs> like the only the way it works, would be great. The only way it works is if they. They did it all like with deep fake technology to where it's filmed beforehand. And it's no, it's just like it's younger reactions. Exactly. Yeah, younger, yeah, yeah, bodies. younger bodies with the faces. Like it's the only way you could really do it. Like I don't I don't I and I am someone you've heard on the show for be, a long time say it that I've wanted to see it and I would like, oh, still be okay. Everybody's it's everybody's uh, it's the it's I, at this it's point it's the unicorn. It's the unicorn of wrestling. I wanted to see it until Goldberg versus Undertaker, and then I was like, mm, you know, I what? wanted to see it until Dead, the Brothers of Destruction versus DX. Which one came first? Uh, go, the, 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 the Brothers, brothers of Destruction versus yeah. DX. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Minute Sean took his goddamn cowboy hat off. I was like, this is going to be terrible. I remember so many angry text messages from you that day of like, so mad when he took that cowboy hat off of just like, I have my childhood like, ruined. Like, this ruined everything. Like, you, why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So let's move on real fast. I'll try and do this as quick as possible so we can get out of here. Um, AEW. Uh, the lashings from MJF to Cody, um, ten lashings that he took. By the way, old school. This is very. This is a very old school type <clears throat> angle. Like, Absolutely you know, breaking Dusty's leg. You know, it's very it reminded me of like the Tommy Dreamer thing from back in the it's day. Very old ECW. school. Yeah. Um, I've seen people universally praising this. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say universally. I've seen an insane amount of praise for 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 this angle. Well, anybody who would willingly do that is. Needs at least a little pat on the back. Yes, yes, <laughs> uh, yeah. I I would not want to be whipped once. Uh, and, and hey, all credit for MJF because they're legitimately boys. Like all credit to him for just laying it. As I as much as we goof around with each other, like if I had to legitimately whip you. Ten times? I don't know if I could to any of my friends. Yeah, I don't think I could. I'm one of those people, too. I'm glad we're on that. that, I'm glad knowing that. Because I've always been confused when, like, a friend can just fight another friend. And I'm like, I wouldn't want to hurt that person. That's my friend. Like, I wouldn't want to do that, you know? Like, because you're on live TV and you're like, okay, if I I make any of these look like shit, then – because each one of these has to make a noise. Yeah, oh, yeah. Each one of these. And we don't – And I realize there are a lot of people watching that grew up being – hit by a belt so that maybe it was a little <laughs> less impactful for them. We're like, uh, that happened to me a lot as a child. <laughs> maybe tone it down a little bit. I've like, it's not like it was like something, like an actual whip, you know, no, like it was a belt. It was a belt. And a lot of, a lot of us had been belted as children, but, um, I'm do not, you think that, what, what if they did use a whip? Like, that would have been too. They couldn't. You think have been, it would have been too much. It would have been too much. They couldn't. If you have him like strapped up and they're whipping him in, the, in Alabama during Black History Month, <laughs> but it's two white guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't care, man. I don't care, dude. Like, it's just too much. Because I saw people that were even tweeting saying like, like Kevin, for example, Silva, you know, on the show, he, you know, he was in the group chat of like, oh, that was rough to watch. And I saw other people saying the same thing, like that was really hard to watch. Um, I didn't have that problem of it being hard to watch no, to me. because, I mean... I mean, I've seen a strap match. I've yeah. seen these type. The Bryant... We just saw a strap we match a, a few weeks match, ago. Yeah. Um, but uh, people loved it. So I don't want to, like, say anything bad about it. I personally, I thought MJF was f- 
phenomenal. phenomenal. <laughs> so his good. Fa- his facials, everything he said, everything. He's the true, the only true heel in AEW. Yep. Because even Jericho now, they're like, they're encouraging people to sing along to his song for yep. some reason. Um, he has and a new shirt every week. He's going for laughs, you know, a lot. Um, meanwhile, like MJF is the true heel in AEW, it feels like. And if he was before, this did it. Yeah, this 100% did it. I asked some people tweeting that they were crying, which blew my mind. I'm like, I, uh, Jamie, I saw at least 15 tweets from people saying they cried. <laughs> and, and I was like, what? Like, it's a tea. What do you mean? Like, you know, they're going to go back and, and be like, like, be like that was great, right? <laughs> exactly. Like, how was, great was that shit? I was so confused. Um, but, anyways, um, the, I thought MJF was phenomenal. It was, it was so effective. I liked, I liked the members of the Rhodes family coming out and being See, like, I liked that. That was the part I didn't enjoy. Why? It just felt so cheesy to me. Like, but that's, one I mean, by one, please stop. Like, for similar reasons, like, it's not like no one has ever been hit with a belt before. Would you have been a- if it had been a whip, I think I would have – if they had done – if it had been a whip, I think I maybe would I have felt that saying. way. I see what you're saying. I think you're – I didn't really think of it this way, but you're – because it's just – it legitimately hurts a lot. But it's – I guess I see what you're saying is that you don't think a, a belt is nearly as intimidating as my, any other sort of weapon they could have used. Correct. I mean, granted – If kendo, it had been like a paddle maybe, I guess. Even that a kendo stick. Even a Kendo stick, I would have been like, I would have got it. I mean, maybe we've seen what that did to Tommy Dreamer. Like, yeah, like, like when you really put some stink on it, like that, that hurts. Yes, a lot. And I realize a belt does too if you put some stink on it. But I just, I just was like, he's a the really tough, the he's a really tough man who I know can withstand insane amounts of pain. Dude literally spiked himself onto a metal step, like exactly. <laughs> exactly. So like when that, I was watching it, right and they're like begging him, like, please, please, don't do this. Do it to me instead. I was like. What? You know how I would have done it? I would have had them all there, but not do that. Like I would have liked that more. Like had them, they have to watch it. I would have liked that so much more. Like Arn, it was Brandy, just a cheese factor Arn, of one by one coming out and be yeah. like, "Please, MJF, please." No, MJF. I just want uh, Arn, Brandy, and um, and and Dustin just like. Just like having Brandy cry, like just like you, like they know they have to watch this. Like, so that would have been great. I would have definitely found that so much less cheesy. It was just the like. like can you imagine the Royal Rumble the, of like one by one person? <laughs> could you imagine like Arn Anderson, like tough ass Arn Anderson, just watching this, but just a single tear just drops down? That would have been beautiful. So good. That would have been. I get goosebumps thinking about that. That would have been. That would have been so much less cheesy to me. I think yeah. it was just. It was strictly. The one by one, and then his face, oh, I'm dying. It was like, okay, oh, yeah. But I still, I regardless of that, like it was insanely effective. I got to be very real. good. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I've just been loving what he's been doing with his podcast. But I just need more Arn on TV, dude. He's so good at what he does as being that just no bullshit. Like this is how it is. Uh, like guy who's been literally stabbed. It like it, everything, you know. Yeah. Like, and I just think he could be used in such a more like in terms of storytelling, not like go off and have him go do everything like on the show. I'm saying in terms of being involved in these storylines with Cody, he is a little bit, but he's still more so just the manager right yes, now. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, he's the coach. Yes, and I think that there uh, aren't, especially since I've really got start. When I say I, I say we as the wrestling community have really starting to get to know him a lot more than we ever have. Yep. And we've always known he's the enforcer, he's the no bullshit, and he's going to do it this way or no way at all. And But 
now we're seeing that he ha- that he actually has a lot of passion for this business and that he and he has legitimate strong opinions. Oh yeah, and I think that could be really utilized in this. Like I just said, like he he could have made that so good without even saying a word. Yeah. Like, just looking at he it. He actually was one of my favorites of the people that came out. Yes. I thought his was good. Um, the Brandy thing. That kind of threw you off a little bit. <laughs> I saw that. I was more just confused because it was like they've been doing this Nightmare Collective thing for yeah. so long. And then she just, like, comes out all normal. I guess maybe you could say that, like, they were trying to say, like, this is how serious it is. Which I get. But then it's implying that everything else on the show is fake and only the Cody segments are real. Yeah. Which that, to me, sends a bad message. Right? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, it's the brandy thing was. Uh, I mean, they. I agree. They have to figure out whether they want what they whether they want them together or not. Yeah, they really. Have I think to. from I had heard from one source that I think they're dropping the Nightmare Collective thing. That's why Kong got partly why Kong got written they off. Think why was, they did this because the fans were just hating it so much. They were like, well, "Why are we gonna? We're not gonna keep trying if the fans hate it so Poor much." Or what's his face that they brought back? Luther, just, yeah, just for that deathmatch legend. Poor guy. Good thing he's a legend. That that, that he's more death matches. Yeah, um, but but like I said, regardless of what I personally thought of it, like I'm never gonna say that wasn't effective. Like I saw how much everyone said everybody. Like it 100 percent was effective. So did what it needed to do. Are there any other? So he needs to beat Ward. Now Waldo he needs to beat Wardlow in the yeah. cage match. Mm-hmm. Um, and I even liked Wardlow getting the shot in. I liked the one thing of I did like the whip of uh, where he did the last one on the dream tattoo and stuff. Um, I liked all that. I, there were parts of it I liked a lot. So I'm not gonna like shit on the whole thing. It was very effective. Did you like John Moxley assaulting <laughs> with the car keys? Love that. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. I loved John Moxley. How long are we gonna have Pirate John Moxley? <laughs> I feel like until at least until revolution and at at one point revolution takes the eye patch off or something like that you know but he's got a nice little custom eye patch now (laughs) it's not even like when you get to the doctor it's like it's like he looks like he like it's like how like cyclops would have an eye patch in in the x-men um i feel like let me clarify in an age of apocalypse not like i know he's cyclops but not a real cyclops got it just clarifying got it um i liked I feel like we're gonna. I feel like he's gonna do that to all of the inner circle. But but before revolution, all the inner circle is gonna have an eye patch. I feel like he's gonna get. Each, I feel <laughs> he's like gonna he's gonna take get. All he's, gonna take, he's gonna take all their eyes one by one. <laughs> and I kind of like it. I'm like eye for an eye status, where he's just so mad about his eye that he's now gonna go mess up all their eyes. I thought uh, when I saw the keys and he had like. I didn't think he was going for the eyes. I legitimately thought he was going to do something like involving his anus and the keys. <laughs> I swear to God, because the way he was like holding them up and he was like crawling on the floor, I was like, what's he going to do? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you want to get home? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this car started. Yeah, well, here's the keys. You can find them right here. Your boy's going to be holding on to them for you. <laughs> Um and yeah and I liked what Jericho in this segment when he was just like go get he was like trying to rush everyone in there Moxley is being so good at being a badass right now yeah. so yeah I thought that was very good Moxley's doing what everybody thought he would be doing yes. when he first got signed to the WWE which is being the new Stone Cold yep. which is what they're trying to do with him absolutely uh, and and since you mentioned Stone Cold I think that's a perfect segue into the uh, one of the other things I want to talk about from AEW and that was uh, the Elite with the uh, Hangman versus Butcher Blade Lucha Bros um, now this time you know. A hangman kind of wanting to be a man of his own backfired, doesn't make the tag, uh, and so cost they, the match. it cost them the match. Um, I, you know, it, it was the the drinking thing with Hangman 
was starting to drift into fun territory of like Stone Cold is like he likes to drink. But then they had that thing last night where like he's drinking backstage while making the excuse, and then the young bucks say to him like. Maybe this is the thing that's causing you to not be on the same page as everyone, and they bring up the alcohol as if like drinking's you all need bad. To be straight edge, like we are. <laughs> and and I I as someone who like knows people affected by addiction and who like I I I I don't know if I love this as much as I want to. Like I like it's, what they're doing, but if it's gonna go towards like the we've, hawk, we've talked about this before. Yeah, and, and the only difference is because they had legitimate issues. Hawk and Scott Hollage had legitimate drinking yeah, issues at the time. I guess. I just not. I just. I mean, there's also you could also argue like, did Jericho really need to pour liquor on? Um, no, I mean, uh, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't liquor. Turns out, but I mean, like the whole CM Punk Jericho thing, like, yeah. was that appropriate? Yeah. Know? I guess I just don't like <laughs> making like a whole like joke this out of. It seems like a lifetime ago when we had CM Punk doing like a drug like a DUI test on Raw. Remember that shit? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Wow, Someone like actually pointed out to me who uh, what, what I'm trying to remember now. Someone pointed out to me the similarity of the straight edge society with another group right now that something's going on. What was it? It was something in AEW and I was like, Well it was the Nightmare Collective, but was it the Nightmare Collective? Something and I was like, Yeah, I didn't even see those similarities, but yeah, that's a good point. Maybe it was the Nightmare, maybe it was the Nightmare Collective. Um, too many, but but, uh, but I, honestly, if they got rid of the Nightmare Collective, it's probably for the best, because there were too many recruiting working. things going on and stuff. Um, but the match itself, the Lucha Bros. Yeah, and, great and match. Great match. Like, I mean, this is the match that people watch AEW yeah, for. This absolutely. is the kind of style that people want to see from absolutely. AEW. Um, and there's literally, they're doing something, uh, like I remember JR was right about to cut to, like, it's so hard for him because these guys don't really play into commercials. Like usually in a match, yeah. like they'll be like, "Okay, we're going into commercial. Grab a hold," you yeah. know. And then jerk, and, and you're jerk, and we're gonna be right back as Phoenix is flying through, the, <clears throat> flying through the air. It's like, like they don't know when to stop. This is actually the first week that I watched the fight TV feed out of interest, oh. and it's so weird watching you because the fight TV feed doesn't have commercials. Mm. So they go like, "We're gonna be right back." And then the fight TV feed keeps going, and they but just there's start... no commentary. No, there's no commentary. Oh, but it's like more loose, like it's relaxed the commentary, so you can't exactly tell what's going. Like you can't. It was hard for me to tell which part was commercial or not at certain points. Hmm. Like Britt Baker came out and cut a whole promo before her match against Yuka Sakazaki, and like was doing crowd work, like calling out the crowd and being like, "You're fat," or you know, like you know, you, you she basically like, "All oh, you guys look like you need my dent, you know, dental work." And then like Jr. and and Tony Schiavone were talking about how she has a thing for fat guys. It was like, <laughs> it was real weird. It was real confusing. Yeah, it's a fun little relationship. Um, building. I really did enjoy that match, though. I don't know what was going on there. I felt like I don't there, know who was the, the end with the teeth thing. I was the, the when he knocked out when she knocked out her teeth. I was like. So clearly she, not her teeth being yeah, knocked and out. It's, and it's like, is she going to do this to everybody now? Like, is she going to knock everybody's teeth out? Which like, is like, okay, we get it. She's a dentist. Very Isaac Yankum of like, <laughs> I don't know. It's very. Like, I don't know. Britt Brit Baker. Um, it's been a. It's been a real. It's been a, real, a lot of leaps and va- valleys with her. Yes, with her career. Um, showed real signs of interest from her first heel promo that she did on the cruise. There was some. I was like, okay, interesting. You know when she when she called out Tony Schiavone for working at Starbucks, but then it's then we saw this that you know it's interesting and then 
it's back down again. Yeah, it, it's, it's yeah, absolutely. And honestly, it also it also builds to just it also speaks to how they're building their women. They're just not doing it right. And I'm not someone who usually like talks bad about like the matches, but the match was rough. Like I don't know if it was because Yuka Sakazaki and I'm not Mr. Joshi or anything like that, but like I just was like. What's this? Someone here doesn't have the basics down, or like there were just things. Where I was like, "This is not. This doesn't look good. Like this looks rough, real rough." I was something was off with that match. Um, all right, let's move on to NXT before we're done here. Uh, we talked about Charlotte we Flair, so I'm coming. Uh, yeah, we talked about Charlotte. Flair. I'm going to leave in one sec. Uh, the only thing I really want to talk about here from NXT that we think that really is important was the return of Velveteen Dream. Yes, uh, Velveteen Dream. He's been gone for a while due to injury. Comes back last night. That whole two five twenty thing was, was him. Him. Um, I liked what they did here, and I feel like the only thing that confused me was, and I realized he was in a feud with Roddy when he left. He left, and when they wrote him off, but it felt like I don't know. It felt like he should be the one now to be going for the title. Like you think more focused on Adam Cole, championship. but he's not North American champion anymore, Roddy. Wait, you're saying no? I'm, I was I was asking what you're saying. You say, you think he should be going for the NXT? Adam Cole's? Yeah. You think he should be going for the NXT Championship? Yeah. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Because I'm like, and because, I get because they Roddy's have, not. I see what you he's mean. He's not the North American yeah. Champion anymore. Why does he care? Like, you know, maybe I, he likes the belt. I don't know. Brown's his color, <laughs> but he's not the champion anymore. So he, so wait, hold on. So they're, they're you think that they're going to continue a feud with, with Roddy, Roddy and Velveteen? Just because yeah, last night he had the Call Me Marina pants and oh, yeah, Marina's Roddy's face and yeah. his and his son yeah. on on his jean or on his Call tights. Me up, Marina, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I, was kinda, I guess maybe that's where we go for take over Portland is Velveteen Dream versus Roddy. Yeah, just have the revenge match. That's yeah, it. yeah, I, I guess. Um, but I loved it. I, I'm very happy to see he's back because he's such a talented dude. And actually, uh, I'd heard there had been talk that he was going to be in the Rumble. That that was like because mm. I think the Rumble a lot of it got changed. Changed when Vince got in town. Mm. From what I had heard, like mm. Vince got in town and whatever the rumble was got changed. Uh a lot of it. Um but uh I had heard Velveteen Dream was gonna be in the Royal Rumble, so um I'm glad that he's back now in some way, shape, or Absolutely. form. Absolutely. Um all right, Jamie, where can we find you at? You can find me on Twitter at J A M I E underscore I O V I N E or on Instagram at J A M I E I O V I N E. Uh, check in network, N T W R K every day for different drops, exclusives, and early items that you can't find anywhere else. And um, just look for me in uh, most West Coast promotions. I'll probably be around there. Yeah, I like that. I, yeah, so you, uh, you got that bar wrestling love last night. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, all right, ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's where you can find all the top stories in the world of professional wrestling throughout the week. At Wrestling Sheet on social media. I'm at Ryan Satin on social media. You can find this show on all the biggest podcast platforms. Just search Wrestling Sheet Radio. Make sure you subscribe while you're there. You can also find this show on video where you can see me and Jamie's lovely faces while we discuss these things. It's on the YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash C slash wrestling sheet oh you can also find me every once in a while on wwe backstage it airs tuesday nights on fox sports one at 11 p.m eastern time 8 p.m pacific time okay that's it we're done i'm officially tapping out for now until next time stay out of the dirt keep your eyes That little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power.
I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC Let's Go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken and you know, that's fire! Now, Babu, you know that you can get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast, Podcast One, Spotify. Everyone needs more vacation, right? The new United Gateway card knows how to take you away with great travel rewards and no annual fee, ever. The wait for vacation is over. Tap now or visit unitedgatewaycard.com to apply. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.